All right, welcome back to the receding money line with Pat Make Your Money Grow and Stevie Moneyline Mac. We are back from baseball purgatory, the dog days in August, and we got week zero in college football coming up. Um, we also have some NFL things going on, news, uh, you know, and the MLB pennant hunt. Uh, I don't know if we say that anymore. There's too many wild card teams, so it just seems like a playoff run, but in just a little tip into the iceberg of Little League World Series, which is always fun. Uh, good to have kids crying. Um, you know, always always makes up, you know, feel better about yourself. So, um, Pat, how's how's it going? How's the break been for you? Things are things are good. Um, as hard as I as hard as I've tried to get into betting on baseball, the only baseball that I've successfully gotten myself excited about betting is betting on 12 year olds in the little league world series. So as we speak, uh, we are sweating, uh, Texas versus Pennsylvania. Uh, we got Pennsylvania money line. They just scored. Um, and you know, like clockwork, the little league world series is delivering great content, uh, for everybody. And it's nice to have a offshore offshore betting situation that will, uh, make lines on minors. So, uh, in the most above board way possible. So this guy who's batting right now, his name is Jackson boob. They should censor that. <laughs> they should censor that. There's kids watching. <laughs> There's kids watching. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you and I, I think we did a few episodes where we, we really tried. Like we really tried to get some good content out there. We did our Australian fo- rules football league pod. Uh, we couldn't even bring ourselves to follow it up because there was so little to talk about. But after a couple week break, we are back. Uh, oh, there's a foul ball. We'll, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We have uh, week zero of college football this weekend. Um, we got a bunch of we got a bunch of picks there. Uh, I think I would like to dissect the hot dog beer straw situation. Um, we have the U.S. Open tennis coming up. It's nice to be. It's nice to feel like we're on the doorstep of some really exciting, exciting uh, sports coming back. So congratulations to you for for making it through baseball purgatory, as you so well put it. Oh, absolutely. I was doing the um, I was doing my the Goliath uh, parlay pick so i pick eight games and do every single combination of parlays which ends up being 247 bets um so if you do if you do five cents on each bet it's about 12 dollars um (laughs) but you know if you you know it's kind of like high like you need to get more and you actually get you know more money like if you get um you know seven of the picks or six of the picks you could you know um get up to like you know 70 80 100 hours so that was fun um it works less than you think uh but yeah. it did get me into it got me into baseball a little bit um which i was which i always would you be to do. would you be in like if you did 10 of those on 10 consecutive nights would you be up or down money at the end do you think I'll, i've been down money um got, got down <laughs> i you're I like did, definitely down down I think I've lost, um, I think I've lost like 30 bucks doing that. So um, okay. it is, yeah, it's hard, but it's fun. 
Um, I definitely, a couple like things that, that come out of it is that uh, don't, the Midwest, do not bet on Midwest teams at all. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, the in, That Indians, Twins, White Sox, like you could it just roll the dice. It, it makes no difference who you pick. So <laughs> stay away from that, that division. Um, and then, but my Cardinals are on a hot streak. The Sen- NL Central leading Cardinals, Albert Pujols is on his way to 700 home runs. It's an awesome story. Yeah. It's an awesome story. He hit his last home run. He hit from his eyeballs. Um, So he's definitely a guy to root for. Is Um, he – do we know if he will play again next year if he comes up a few short? I think he will. I think they'll – I think he wants to get to 700. I mean, you can't can't get to 698 (laughs) and stop, right? Like, that would be asinine. Yeah, I think he's at. I think he needs seven more or six more. I mean, he's getting close, but it's still hard to do. I mean, seven home runs from August in August in, in one month is almost is very difficult. Aaron right, Judge he's got he's got about that. five weeks, five and a half weeks, yeah, or so to get it done. Um, but yeah, what a great story! Oh, oh, darn it! Sorry. <laughs> Oh, they got to review it. Yeah, because they, it, it was no longer a force out at the plate. Yeah, that's. He stepped on the bag, so it was no longer a force out at the plate. Oh, they're saying he didn't touch the bat. This is, this is, this is BS. This is what we call bad podcasting right here. But, <laughs> but for the listeners, Pennsylvania had bases loaded with one out. What looked to be a hard ground ball to hard ground ball to first base. He stepped on the base. They got to tag him on that. Yeah, he's, he's safe, safe at home. He's safe. He stepped he's on the base, uh, which made it no longer a force out at home. So the first baseman stepped on first base, makes a good throw home, but the catcher doesn't tag the runner. And I think the home plate umpire thought it was still a force out at home. But because he stepped on first base, it was no longer oh, a force out. Oh, they gave it to him. They gave it to him. They gave it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – we're back to 3-2, Texas up 3-2, two, two outs, runners on second and third. That glad the umpires got that one right in the little leagues, you know. It's, Did you, it's important I've, integrity of the game. Do you know what town the Pennsylvania team is from? Yeah. Uh it's like Hopesburg or something. It's Holidays. Holidaysburg. Holidaysburg. And it's like in the middle of no, it's like an hour. Sounds like a good place to go on a long weekend. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. I mean, they're the hometown team. It's an hour and a half south of State College, probably two hours from Williamsport. They only have 5,000 people in the town. So, I mean. Whoa. What happened? So they're, no, I'm, I'm reacting to you. So they're just bred. They're, they're just breeding Little League or all-stars. Or they just got, like, the golden generation. Like, all the, like, I, something happened 12 years ago that really was a baby boom in Holland Stagesburg. And you know they just they've they've come for it, so I they're they're a fun team to watch. I'm sure this Texas team is from like the Dallas area, you know, where they, yeah. they just are bred to play baseball. So definitely going with the uh, the underdogs here. Oh, uh, the catcher, Texas catcher, just got rattled. Just took a foul ball straight off the face mask. Texas is rattled. Texas is definitely rattled. Yeah, they're rattled. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's let's <laughs> keep it moving. Just to, let's keep it moving just a little bit. So. Yeah. Any, um, you have any more bets in, in MLB? I got one more. No, I don't. 
Okay. I don't. But <laughs> I, I do have two quick updates. Uh, when we started the baseball season, the Mets and the Cardinals were both around plus 600, 650 to win the World Series. The Mets are now plus 500. The Cardinals are now plus 2,000. Uh, and the Yankees, despite losing something like 17 out of 21 games, they did just take two off the Mets. The Yankees are now plus 450. So uh, my New York Mets playing really well. Um, also, we'll talk a little F1 in a bit, but um, F1 also takes a summer break right in the dog days of baseball. So F1. Oh, is that true? Yep. F1 was just off for four weeks, and they must have been like, Look, there's nothing else going on. We're not racing either. Like they might, they should have now that they're getting more Americanized, what they should do is like move like two of their American races to this time of the year when there's nothing else going on. Um, but yeah, they're like, we're gonna absolutely stop. So there was there's been legitimately nothing uh to watch to talk about aside from you know the one hundredth game of baseball. So um all right, let's get into it. Yeah. NCAA football, it's week zero. Uh, it's not a like great slate of games this weekend, but you know what? It's football. Football's so back. Football is back. There's five games on my board. Uh, but I think what we were going to do for the football season this year is you and I head-to-head uh, a favorite, a dog, and an over-under each weekend. And it can be either... NFL or college, but you have to have a favorite, a dog, uh, and an over-under. And we'll keep track of them throughout the entire football season. Is that that's what we had in mind, right? That's well, I was gonna hope we do one we do three for NFL and three for college, but we can yeah, that's sorry, that. that's 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 what I meant. Three for college, three for NFL. Yeah. And we'll keep it going, and we'll see who comes out top on top. We're not starting this week, though. This is week zero. What? Of- Come on! Oh, this test test run. Well, I'll I'll make the graphic. That'll be the key for this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This week we'll this week we'll work on the graphic itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So in that mind, Pat, who do you have as your favorite? Okay. Um. My favorite is going to be I'm between two. I'm going Utah State against University of Connecticut. Utah State minus 27. That's a big that's a big favorite. That's a big favorite. And the reason is because I don't know if you saw but um Paige Beckers broke or tore her ACL. UConn can't come back from that. She is the heart and soul of the University of Connecticut. And when Paige Bucket Beckers is out, the whole school loses their fight. So I got Utah State as my favorite, minus twenty-seven against UConn. Your turn. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just wanna. I'm gonna go to my over/under to start because I had UConn and Utah State under sixty and a half, sixty or and a half. Um, same reasoning. Paige Buckets is out for the season. So is uh, that really your reasoning? It was my reason. I, she's a big <laughs> deal. She's a big deal. Big girl on campus. Um, so yeah, I, I think that um I could see UConn 
like I, I was thinking about Utah State as just a straight up like all those points, but that's a lot of points. But I could also see UConn just scoring zero. And then, you know, Utah State, you know, they're they're close to the number. And then um, you know, I just I just see this as an under game. So that's that's my over under. I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. My dog. We're going. Uh, so my my cousin just stayed with me for the weekend. She is going to high school. She was here for the Harry Styles concert, uh, who is very good, by the way. I've been listening to the new Harry Styles album. He's he's very good. Uh, she will be going to Northwestern. Ooh, and I'm taking Northwestern plus 13 against the Cornhuskers of Nebraska as my dog for week zero. Okay. I, in honor of uh, my cousin and hairstyles. Hairstyles. I actually, I, I'm not, this is not going to be one of my three picks, but I do have the other side of that of Nebraska 12 and a half. Um, I, one fun fact that's coming out of Nebraska is they are bragging about how the offensive line coach is making um, the offensive lineman throw up like 15 times of practice. Which, I saw that, but I saw somebody saying that that's completely fake. Oh, is it um, that? That every single player is throwing up every day. Yeah, that's not a great. That's not a great statistic. Yeah, it's, it sounds really unhealthy, and it sounds like uh, not a great way to run your practices. Yeah. Well, they all have corn allergies, um, unfortunately, and that's a big part of of Nebraska. So they eat it anyway. But I'm actually my my underdog is going to be um, Hawaii plus seven. Um, oh yeah, this is this game is at Hawaii. They're playing the Vanderbilt Commodores. Um, this game is at 10:30 p.m. in Hawaii. Yes, or, it is. Or what I would say uh, is that's 2 a.m. Um, in in East Coast time for for Vanderbilt. Um, let alone the time difference. You know that big big flight. They're going to be constipated. Pat, I know you deal with that on on long trips. Um, Wait, what did no? Hold on. What did you just What did you just say about the time? The game's at ten thirty Eastern in Hawaii. Oh, oh, sorry, I <laughs> I did the math wrong. Still, a very late game for Vanderbilt. They're not going to be used to that. <laughs> something, something, constipation. Got yeah, the times up. Something, something. They're still going to be constipated with the long trip. So, uh, I I think that's going to be a bigger bigger problem for Vanderbilt. Also, it's in Hawaii. First game of season. Weather's good. Um, you know, I, I think Hawaii is, is definitely going to be uh, keep it closer than a touchdown. So, so I actually uh, similar uh, smooth brain jet lag logic uh, home run for Texas. Yeah, so one, one one run home run for Texas. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, similar uh, level zero thinking jet lag logic. I'm taking the under Hawaii Vanderbilt 53 and a half. Um, the first, like first game of the season. You already finished, you already finished that beer that you're trying to drink. Uh, under 53 and a half Vandy Hawaii, uh, 10 30 Eastern Vandy is just going to be all, all messed up. I think so to recap, I've got favorite Utah state dog Northwestern under Vandy, Hawaii. I'm with you. And I think another great strategy for this week, right? We got it's syllabus week, right? In colleges, everyone's favorite uh, time to not pay attention and party. So 
big party schools are going to have a big disadvantage. So, you know, I think Northwestern's actually a better pick now that I think about it. And so is, you know, Vandy's going to have some trouble, you know, getting up for it after all those, uh, those day, those day parties are going to have uh, the, the week prior. So, um, but my final pick is going to be, I didn't get to my favorite yet, but I'm going to North Texas uh, minus one over UTEP. Um, North Texas has been one of my, one of my favorite teams to bet on. Uh, they beat, they like to beat Arkansas and some big 12 teams every once in a while. So they're always good for an upset. Uh, the mean green, they got the best jerseys in football. So I'm going to go with North Texas um, as my favorite. Love it. Love it. We will, uh, we'll get these into the flux capacitor and we'll put them on the, on the gram. Absolutely. Do you have a pick for who you think is going to win the whole thing this year? No, there's only four options. So do you have, I mean, no, I don't, but you know, no, I mean, Bama, obviously Bama's going to win, right? Like it's going to be obviously, a red team. like, obviously that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think that a team that wears red is probably has the best chance to win this year. Um, that, that'll cover me for a couple of them. So uh, Notre Dame is a five uh, preseason five seed. I kind of like them. Uh, to massively underperform ex- all <laughs> expectations. They had uh, Paul Bonbine, who who is notoriously hates Notre Dame, um, went on a, you know a whole rant about how they shouldn't even be on the you know shouldn't even be in the top twenty, um, even though they you know they, they perform every year. So I you know I, how I, are I, they going to recover from the Manti Teo documentary? Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to watch it. I would. I, people don't watch Catfish on MTV. I don't think they're going to watch this Monty Teo documentary. It's just kind of depressing. Um, you know, <laughs> I didn't realize how much of, of like a hero on campus he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was Heisman like the finalist. Yeah. Heisman finalist. And he was just a good old boy from Hawaii. Good Catholic, uh, you know, do gooder, lots of community involvement, uh, big hitting defensive linebacker and just just i don't know everyone loved him and then he got he got he got the, he was the most catfish person in america <laughs> i guess i mean they're they're so worried about getting in trouble i mean you know you, you can't get in trouble with a made-up girlfriend um which i so i guess it you know work keeps you out of the scandals for a little bit of time but so you, you think maybe he knew it he knew she was fake the whole time but he knew it would keep him out of trouble if he got catfished by a, the the special teams coach, um, trying to cat, <laughs> trying to catfish all his players to keep him, you know, tied down during football season. But uh, other bets I have, I have Wyoming plus eleven. Okay, I have Wyoming money line uh, plus three twenty five. Love that. Yeah, I've got Florida Atlantic minus seven. I I agree with you there. The Owls are are much better than 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 they are take, given credit for. Yeah, I'm sure you know that well. Um, and uh, I've got – that's all I've got for uh, for week zero of college football. It is it is nice. It is very nice to know that we're going to get some meaningful, real games this weekend. It's just – you know, live, we live in New York City. You walk around New York City on week one of NFL season – and every single it's like an NFL, it's like a commercial for the NFL. Every single person is walking around wearing their team's jersey, high fiving each other, patting each other on the back. 
it's uh spring has sprung everybody's hopeful everyone's zero zero everyone's in first place and you know it's a it's a great time to to be a sports fan no absolutely and you know it's just you also after you know all the out-of-town fans in new york city you got to remember you got to check uh what bars are your team's bars because you know the annual raffle uh happens about this week each year where you know the city uh gives out what what team you know your bar is for so uh the east village you know they, they they're big components uh, you know i think that um a lot of teams and then if your team makes Mills. the playoffs you get to keep your team for the next year yeah that's how it works a lot of chiefs bars this year that sprout out of nowhere you know they're just ordering uh to go barbecue and calling themselves a chief's bar um yeah you know so take advantage of that um and a lot of buffalo bars this year as well if you serve a lot buffalo, of buffalo Wings, bars you're a bill's bar uh so you know take take advantage of that yeah um i remember there was this super below average bar in the east village that was a raven's bar oh bait and hook bait and hook it was a raven's bar but there were no Ravens fans there ever. Like you'd go there, there'd be like four people at the bar in Steelers jerseys who like just stumbled in because uh, I couldn't find a couldn't find a spot at the bar anywhere else. But there was without fail, there'd be a Raven flag hanging out hanging outside of the bar. So we would we would always joke that the the city would allocate would allocate teams to bars. And then if your team made the playoffs, you got to keep your you got to keep your team for the next year as the bar. Um, what about a little live PGA tour? Oh talk. A lot of news today. A lot of news. A lot today. of news today. Did you so, did you like the PGA stuff or Tiger and Rory's thing? Well, it's all kind of it's all kind of looped in together. Yeah. Uh so for for the uninitiated. Uh, listeners of this pod, of, of which there, I'm sure there are zero. Um, obviously, Liv has taken a lot of members, a lot of golfers from the PGA Tour, and the PGA Tour has done basically nothing so far. Has, has done basically nothing. Except last week at the BMW Championship, Tiger Woods flew uh, his jet from South Florida to Delaware, I believe, uh, to meet with all the players. And no one really knew what would happen in that meeting. But today, the PGA Tour announced some really, really significant changes. So punchline is a ton more money, a ton more dollars. But the most important thing is there are going to be uh, 15 PGA Tour events that all of the top players have committed to playing in. So instead of... You know, you don't know who you're going to see each weekend. Maybe you're going to a tournament and you want to see Max Homa, but he's not going to be playing. If you want to be in the top player bucket and there's tons of financial awards that come with being a top player, a defined top player, you need to play in all 15 of these events. And these 15 events will have $20 million purses. And so that's the big thing. More events where you're guaranteed to see the top players in the world playing against each other. And you will also see, uh, well, the PGA Tour, what they're also doing is for uh, s- smaller, lower-ranked guys, guaranteed $5,000 if you miss the cut. 
like a travel stipend, stipend for your caddy, whatever. Um, and uh, min basically a minimum salary for all uh, fully exempt players of half a million dollars. So big hit their first big strike back against live. And it'll be interesting to see if this next batch of live defectees uh, rumored to two headliners, Mark Leishman and Cam Smith will be very interesting to see what they do. If do they still it, go after this. Do you think it's a little too late? I don't know. I think if Cam Smith stays in the PGA tour, they will lose nobody else. Like nobody else will go because at this point, like there's, they just increase the prize purses. They increase the PIP money to like a hundred million dollars. You can make, you can make four X what you used to make on the PGA tour. And it's mostly weighted towards the best players. So it will be. And how do you get into the top player bucket? Uh, I think it's like the top. 20 guys or top 40 guys. I forget. I forget the exact criteria. And I'm not even sure if it's completely like locked in yet. Nice. The, the exact criteria there, but like, that's like the framework. It's like, there will be a hundred million dollars allocated. If you know that PIP, the player impact program. Yeah. Which is just so instead your, of 50 million score. Exactly. So instead of 50 million, it'll now be a hundred million. And instead of top 10 guys, it'll be the top 20 guys, but to be eligible to get that, those dollars, you have to play in these 15 events. Got it. So creating a schedule where you'll see all the best players in the world playing against each other more frequently. I'm I, Hey, I'm, I'm for that. I, I think it's going to be awesome. And I think that what I was kind of most pumped about is the Dell match play um, was one of the, one of mm -hmm. the picks. So, I mean, that's one that, you know, you probably get half the top guys that are in it, but um, I would, I got addicted to it. So um, I, I was it's the I'm, best betting golf of the year too. The yeah. The play. best betting golf. And you know, I love, I'd love to see kind of all the big boys in that tournament. So yeah, um, I'm definitely happy. I, I think it's a little too much, a little too late. They came up with this like three months ago. Like I didn't think they needed tiger to tell them all what all these things. Um, I think they could have figured this out totally. quicker and, and really kind of cut this, cut this out, um, you know, much quicker. Uh, but I'm more, I, I will say I'm more excited about the golf in stadiums. Um, Monday yes. night golf with Rory yes. and Tiger Woods, three on three teams, two hour matches. I, I want to, I want to know everything about this. I want to know where they're doing yes. it. I want to know how, how they going to keep it. I two, think they're two building hours. their own venues. That is awesome. Well, Tiger's the he loves he his like his rebellion in golf is he goes eighteen holes. Who cares about that? Like, let's change it up. Let's. He's got a ten hole course down in the Bahamas. Like he he'll he wants to mix it up. So I can see him right. doing like the the six hole courses, um, building stadiums for it. Like he could use t, t, you know Tiger Woods design to build some courses. I I think this is gonna be this is gonna be really cool because. You know, it, it reminds me of like the potential of the waste management open. You know, yep. those stadium seating, um, the 16th hole is so awesome. I mean, how fun is that? If you had, a, yeah, like the whole concept, like make a league that's based on that. Like, you know, that that'd be so fun, not only just for fans, but for television as well. So 
Um, I'm I'm really excited. And and it's a it's a way. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a way to get top players paid more money. Yeah. But you're creating this product that's new and fun, innovative, and most importantly, Tiger will be able to plan it because there will be zero wear and tear on his body when you're playing indoors. It'll the rendering I saw on Twitter was basically a simulator, like a big golf simulator, but with like a short game area, like a real live short game area where you're hitting, you know, chips and bunker shots, and you're hitting putts, uh, in in intertwined with the simulator itself. So I could see them doing like target stuff, all sorts of crazy things. You know, it's just, it's fun. It'll be really fun, really exciting. I'm sure there'll be a betting angle on it. Uh, It's a way for those guys to make more money and keep Tiger involved, you know, or, and other older players who can't go walk around for 72 holes, but it'll keep them in the game and will be really fun to, to watch. So I agree. I think it's super exciting. Um, F1, silly season. F1. So, I mean, you were talking about it before, but does anyone have a chance other than Max or is Max pulled away? It's it's all Okay, over. so this is my value trap bet of the week. You can get Max. I mean, this is crazy, but you can get Max at minus 1,300 to win the championship. Okay. The only way he loses the championship is if he gets like catastrophically injured. He finishes every single race and he's got a lead so big that like Charles Leclerc could win four races in a row and not catch him. So the only way Max loses if it's a get is if he gets injured. So I think you put 1300 bucks down <laughs> on Max to win. You're going to win a hundred bucks. And look, if you lose, and you lose and you lose $1300 it means uh that the season got extremely exciting and you're rewarded you're rewarded with some great racing action so that's my bad bet of the week is max minus 1300 to win the championship i well, i'll just you, i mean you well you can't parlay futures but um i i think that's well that is f1 right like the you know, last year was kind of the exception of the rule where it came down to the last Correct. race. Um, but typically, right, the, the cream rises yeah. to the top. And, you know, this is this is the era of Max. Uh, it is. So, you know, just just get ready for it. So, yeah. Uh, so the other F1 updates for anybody who hasn't been paying attention is Alpine basically lost its its two driver options. So each driver, each team has two two drivers. They have Esteban Ocon signed up for next year, and they assumed they were going to have Fernando Alonso signed up for next year. Fernando Alonso um, basically conspires with his agent to uh, get a deal at Aston Martin. So he is out of Alpine. Alpine's backup is this kid named Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri... Uh, doesn't share an agent, but his agent is very close with Fernando Alonso. And Al- Alpine had Piastri under contract, but needed to pick up the option by July 31st in order to guarantee that he would be on the team for next year. They picked up the option on August 2nd, which was the day after Fernando Alonso left. So Piastri 
It was like, nope, I'm not racing for Alpine. But that was after Alpine put out a press release being like, we are so excited. We're promoting Oscar Piastri to the drop to the F1 driver's seat for next year. While it's like 2 a.m. in Australia, where Piastri's from. Piastri wakes up, puts out a press release being like, I'm not driving for Alpine next year. <laughs> it's not happening. It'd be like, it'd be like the Patriots putting out a press release being like, we're so excited for Tom Brady that he's coming back to New England to quarterback for two more seasons. And Tom Brady's like, I'm not going to New England. Like that's how stark it was. Um, that did Daniel, they, they Daniel announced Ricardo, that he was retiring and then he goes, no, I'm, I'm coming back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> exactly like that. Daniel, Daniel Ricardo is uh, leaving McLaren TBD where he goes, likely he goes to Alpine. So, okay. Is he like, that's old, the silly isn't he, season. Isn't he old news now? He's kind of old news. Yeah, they just they like him because he's he's a good he's a good interview, right? That's pretty much his correct. Yeah, he just did not drive well for McLaren. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like to ride for Alpine, um, because saying Alpine when it's spelled Alpine, um, my it's entire, tough. It's that's that's a that's almost a deal breaker. Um, yeah, for for me. So, but I you know. Do they get to race the rest of the season or do they like make these moves mid season? They race the rest of the season. So they're pissed off and they're still racing. Correct. Oh, that's Correct. I could see that that dysfunction making it much easier for Max to win. I mean, none of these guys are relevant. Okay. For the championship. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. We got racing back this weekend. Uh, Little League World Series finals, I guess. Championship games will be this uh, weekend. Hawaii is the big, is the big, yeah, conference. yeah. They're, they're a juggernaut for sure. Um, we get to sweat out the rest of this game. It's 4 3 Texas in the top of the third. Look at this guy. His favorite baseball team is the Savannah Bananas. I mean, these. Oh, so I was at a bar the other night with one of our friends. Uh, Will and the Savannah Banana game was on the TV. Oh, really? And for a long time, it was we were like, "What's going on?" Like, <laughs> all the players look like they're acting as if they're doing the things that you do when the player gets when someone gets really hurt. Like they're like, hold like holding hand, like doing these big circles. And Will's like, "Oh no, no, no! This is like switched to a documentary about the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> like, this is not the game anymore." And then the next day, I get a. Uh, push notification from ESPN saying the pitcher for the Savannah Bananas, who at the time was an older guy, an older Red Sox pitcher, uh, had a heart attack and they revived him on the field after his heart stopped. And then they did the clear. Oh my. Two times. That's not where you want that to happen because everyone's going to think that's a joke. Correct. Like, oh, that's, that's this, me and Will literally <laughs> thought it was a joke. That's like, well, I'm glad he's all right. I'm glad he was revived. But that is, um, yeah, that that that's that's a little dangerous. People then think it's part of a bit. I'm not yeah. falling for this one. This guy's gonna yeah. be right up. He's gonna throw a strike. I'm gonna look like an idiot. Um, but yeah, that's that's wild. That's wild. It's yeah, wild. 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 So, uh, congratulations to all of our listeners. To making it through baseball purgatory and getting to the first weekend of meaningful football 
week zero NCAA this weekend. Uh, first weekend of the NFL is September 11th weekend. And uh, the first real weekend of NCAA is next week, although there's a bunch of games on Thursday night. So keep an eye out. 